are happening so fast in the spirit realm. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to be able to keep up if we've got these flesh hooks that are holding us behind. God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out His Spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promise outpouring and we equip for that outpouring so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We have with us our dear friend of many decades, Rona Sparopoulos, a wonderful minister of the gospel and teacher of deep things of God that the Lord has shown her. She's going to be ministering at our convention that's coming up, and you're going to enjoy this little sneak preview of what Rona's going to bring to the convention. Welcome to the podcast today. Before we get started, we'd like to invite you to go to our website, globaloutpouring.net, and enjoy our podcast player there. You can scroll through our other podcasts, or you can look at them on your favorite podcasting platform. You can also see our events that are coming up, and we hope that you can join us live in person. If you can't, at least join us on our YouTube channel or our Facebook page. You can find links to that on our website as well, or in the description about this podcast. So welcome, Rona Sparopoulos. We are delighted to have you with us today. Amen. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really happy to be on here and to share a little bit. We had you with us uh, on episodes 88 and 89 for our listeners who may not have heard you before. And we were talking about your book, uh, The Blood, Entrance to the Supernatural. And that was an amazing time, uh, two podcasts about that. And so I don't know if you're going to be talking about anything about your book or not, but uh, I know that the Lord just keeps giving you fresh bread all the time. So what is he speaking to you about for this convention? You know, I keep getting the word holiness. Mm. And I know it's a word that not a lot of people want to hear about. (laughs) But the Lord keeps bringing me back to it and back to it and back to it. And it needs to be spoken about, but it needs to be spoken about in the right way. Amen. Because it's not obeying a bunch of rules. It's about intimacy. It's about looking, having a face-to-face relationship with Jesus Christ by which you're transformed. And the spirit that is on him, Mm -hmm. his presence comes with us. And that is holiness. And the other thing the Lord has been talking to me about is those little things that he's been talking to us about for years, this is the time to deal with them Mm -hmm. because in the big picture, they're going to catch up to us. Those little things that God has been convicting us about Mm -hmm. and talking to us, little things that don't seem to be great big things. They are going to, in these days, catch up to us, and they're going to bring us down if we don't walk with our anointing on the inside that comes from fellowship with the Lord. If we don't deal with those things so that our fellowship is with open face, unveiled face. Mm-hmm. And I've been reading about Moses and how, you know, he went before the Lord with 
unveiled face, mm-hmm. open, nothing between him and the Lord. But when he came down, he had such a presence. He absorbed through his eye gates. He absorbed what he was seeing, just the backside of God, the hindquarters, so to speak, <laughs> of God. God showed him what he could handle, what wouldn't burn him up, you know, and yeah. wouldn't leave it ashes. <laughs> right. But he absorbed it through his eye gates mm-hmm. and that glory that came in him and upon him began to radiate out of his face. And he went down and spoke to the people and they were terrorized by it. Mm. They didn't want to see it. They were like, we don't want to see this. You know, and he had to put a veil over his face because it scared them. Mm. I don't know about you, but I want to be a glory walker. Amen. Yes. I don't want to just walk in a little bit of glory that is going to get me by. Mm-hmm. You know, that is going to produce miracles, and that that's all fine. And we need miracles. People need to be healed. But I want to walk in the level of glory where I'm walking in the purity that can maintain it through my life. Amen. And it's not these little things aren't going to catch up with me and bring me down. Because we all go through hard times, and a lot of it is to deal with the stuff that is in us, because God wants to expand us. He wants our spirits to expand way beyond our bodies, way beyond our sphere of influence, because he's going to enlarge us and enlarge us and enlarge us because we're supposed to be universe influencers. Amen. Mm I mean, you've got Elon Musk, Mm -hmm. who's aiming at the moon and, and looking at the future. You know, I want to be better than that. Exactly. Expand it beyond that and to have an understanding of God that I can talk about him to anybody. Yes. And another thing the Lord has been talking to me about is coming back to childlikeness and simplicity. Hmm. And you wouldn't think that the two, two go together, but they very much do. Because childlikeness, you just... When he gives you, you just swallow. (laughs) You know, you just receive it. You can't wait. Lord, just tell me, tell me, tell me. Give me these secrets that have been hidden through the years. Give me these, unfold these mysteries. Mm -hmm. God of mysteries, not wanting to hide it from us, but waiting for those that are going to push in and open up that place because they're not going to stand by and just let those places of mysteries be close to us. We want to know what is behind the door, Lord. What is there? There's something radiating around the edges. I can see it. Mm-hmm. But I want to know what is on the inside. <laughs> yes. Show me. Show me, Lord, and show me your glory. Yes. So that basically is the cry of my heart. And it's where I believe God wants us to be now because we're coming into such incredible times and we're coming into times where we are going to shine forth everything that God has put in us. And we're going to be walking in realms that are way beyond the earthly realms. Mm. And um, we're going to be walking in those realms while we're on the earth and radiating them out so people come up to us and say, what is it? What is it? You know, 
this I, I feel something around you. I feel something burning in you. What is it? And how did you get this? You know, we're hearing all these rumors of this and that. And we're going to have to walk in the miraculous. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we better get ready for all of that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the uh, the thing that comes to me while you're talking about this is, you know, the idea of holiness literally means something that's dedicated to God. And yet yes. it also means separate. At Like when we talk about God being holy, well, he's, he's separate from everything else. And yet he's in everything. His, mm-hmm. his fingerprints are on everything. And, you know, everything that's goofy and, and, and wicked and, and evil, all of those things are God's things that have been twisted and, and messed up. But while you were talking about this idea of holiness and, and dealing with those little things, it reminded me of uh, when, when Dean Braxton was talking about his, his experience going to heaven. I, I quote him a lot because uh, he's, <laughs> no. he's really, his, his message has made a big difference in my life. But he said, he said when he got to heaven, his feeling was that everything is right and I fit. Wow. Yeah. And and in, in that in that sense, when you're talking about walking with the Lord and, and communing with him in that intimate relationship, the idea is that you belong to him. Yeah. And it's not like you belong to him like you're a slave. You belong to him like a son, like a daughter. You belong to him in relationship. It's not yeah. about following a bunch of rules and you know how long your sleeves are and how long your hair is and and what kind of shoes <laughs> yeah. you wear it's about belonging to him and and in that belonging that that you have the fulfillment i, w- I was just thinking about it this morning and thinking about how how excited my grandson was uh on the the day that uh his family was moving from one place to another and he got to ride with dad in the moving truck <laughs> you yeah. know, he he was just so excited he got to be with dad. And that's the belonging feeling that we should be walking in, that we belong to him. Mm-hmm. He designed us. He's our creator. He's our but he's more than just our creator, he's our father. Yes. He he's interested in every little detail of our lives. That's what holiness is. Absolutely. That's beautiful. I love that story. Yeah. <laughs> so dealing with those little things, has he showed you anything more about that? Well, you know, God doesn't let it go. He just talks to us a little bit and talks to us a little bit and points out this and convicts a little. And if we don't deal with it, he puts a bit more pressure on. Mm-hmm. And he even lets it be exposed a little. Mm-hmm. Was there some embarrassment? Mm-hmm. Like, decide that we're still going to do things our way and it's not really that important he's going to really deal with it in a much harder way remember how june lewis used to uh, you've quoted it so many times uh, june lewis used to say about washing something oh yes 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 no the soft things are washed with water so you yes. wash the, with the water of the word, and that will deal with things that are soft. But if they become hard, if they become hard things, hard things yeah. are cleansed by fire. Exactly. Yeah. You just said so beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm going to have to write it down or something. You know, it went into me. It went into me when she taught that, and I, I, I made it part of me. It's like, yeah, let's deal with it with the water of the word. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I really feel that's where we're at because things are happening so fast in the spirit realm. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to be able to keep up if we've got these flesh hooks that are holding us behind, Mm -hmm. keeping us just maintaining. It's not about maintaining. It's not about just staying where you are. I mean, I live in Montana in a little town, and sometimes you just want to stay there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I know that feeling in our little place in Jasper, Arkansas. <laughs> it's so quiet. Yeah. And um, we've actually got the Yellowstone River about to overflow its banks right now. Yeah. Wow. So that flood that is happening in the West is pouring into the Yellowstone. Wow. And it is just at its banks, just wow. going over its banks. But um Nothing much happens in that little town, and it, it's so it's so comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, so, and then you think of having to go out and minister and take this flight and get on that flight, and thank the Lord that we probably don't have to wear masks on the airplanes anymore. But we have to move out of our comfort zone. Yes, yeah. and I'm telling you, I'm ready to shake people out of their comfort zone if I have to go up and pull them out of their chairs because it's time to move on. Amen. Cannot just be treading the same ground all the time and just maintaining and maintaining. Who is tired of it? Who is tired of just being in that place you've always been and wondering, how am I going to move on? There is so much available, and I'm hearing here and there that God is starting to move in yes. church, move in fellowships, and it's time for us to move within him. So I want to say right now, get up out of your chair Step out, take a few steps forward, maybe even run for it and say, God, I'm running for it because I'm going to hit the mark. I'm going to make the goal and I'm going to be in that outpouring, not only be in it, but I'm going to be a forerunner and I'm going to engage with you so that the fire that is in you, Father, I want in me, on me, around me, surrounding me, and every angelic being assigned to my mandate. Lord, let them come and let them surround me because I want to pour out coals of fire that will touch people's lips and, and release them from those bondages that have held them back and from every word curse that has held them back and from every, every chain every tie that people have put on them. And especially, I want to take that religious spirit and throttle it. That religious spirit has been, has held people back because they've been made to conform and stay within the boundaries so they don't rock the boat. Well, God has made us boat rockers. So let's, Rock it. Rock. Yeah, it was uh, when you were talking about the Yellowstone overflowing its banks. When we were in church, it was Sunday morning. I mean, it wasn't something that was, was mentioned, the river of God, but then I just heard it's time to blow its banks. Yes. 
you know, the river of God yeah. over over everything that we have not dealt with, we've let go on. Because, you know, we've yes. been going day to day, you know, nothing big, big, big has been happening and we're seeing, you know, like, a, but when this thing happens, we're talking about, it's being ready for it. There's not yeah. going to be time to, to <laughs> it's like, you know, get your oil now, not like the five foolish virgins. So, because right. it's foolishness, not moving forward in God for what he wants to do. Right. And so the, you know, God's got to blow the banks on his river and, and jerk the slack out is what, okay. <laughs> it's time to get the jerk the slack out. You it's know? true. And I preach to myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. In the Red Lodge area of Montana, this has never happened before. I mean, it's like a mighty cascade. The Yellowstone has risen so high. I mean, it's way probably six feet higher than it's ever been there. Wow. And it's taken down buildings. Wow. It's taken down buildings. There are trees floating down this river that it's taken out. Wow. And it's just about demolished Red Lodge. And oh. Billings is getting the runoff because all of it's going to our end of the Yellow River, Yellowstone River. And it's never, this has never happened before because it rains with such a deluge that it not only filled the river, but it melted five feet of snow that was on the top of the mountain. Oh. Mountain and that came down. And the convergence of the two, oh. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The convergence of the yes. two is yes. what caused this incredible flood that has happened. It took out everything. Wow. Well, you know, that, that reminds me of, of the word of the Lord through um, Uncle Arthur Burt. Uh, Uncle Arthur, Arthur Burt. The, the, yeah. It reminds me of the, of, of the prophecy that Arthur Burt carried around in his pocket for decades that was give the word was given in like the 1930s, 1930s yes uh-huh. and he carried it around in his pocket all those years and and God spoke to him and said you're going to see this he he's passed away now but he saw the beginning of it and the word of the lord was there shall come a breath and the breath shall bring the wind and the wind shall bring the, the rain, rain and there shall be floods and floods and floods. That's what we're seeing now. And and then it goes on to say, and torrents, torrents. and torrents, and torrents. You're probably seeing torrents in the Yellowstone River. Yeah. Yes. And then it goes on to say, souls shall be saved like the leaves falling from mighty oaks in a hurricane. A hurricane can strip a tree of its leaves, just like that. And, and uh, then it goes on to say, arms and legs will come down from heaven. Mm-hmm. And there shall be no ebb. Mighty healings will happen. In other words, in other words, every every revival that has ever been has come and has stayed for a few years, and then it recedes. You know, the people's lives are changed, yeah. and they go on. Maybe there's even enough to be a reformation, and it changes the atmosphere of their city for that generation. And then the next generation comes along, and they they probably imitate mom and dad. But by the time they raise their children, their their children are saying, "Why are we doing this?" Because yeah. they didn't have the experience themselves. And this one is coming in, and it's not going to leave. It's not going to roll back. This is a this is the flood. Maybe that's what what the rising of the yeah. This uh, is prophetic in the natural. Yes, what God's going to do. Yes, and year. and and even even the. The the uh, rising of sea level, 
is probably a picture of this this rising of the the tide is coming in and it's staying. It's staying. It's not wow. it's not going back out. It's it's coming wow. up higher. And it's going to stay this way. Oh, I never thought of that before. I didn't either. It just came to me now. Wow. <laughs> but that's that's what if God is in the process of pouring out his spirit. It has begun. The breath has be, has come. The wind has been blowing. The rain has been falling. And we're seeing in the natural, we're seeing floods and floods and floods. Even just in the last decade, we've see, seen a real increase in floods. Mm, yeah. Yeah, true. Wow. So it's just a picture of what God is doing. Get, get, let's get our eyes on the eternal stuff and, and get our eyes off of the, of the natural, the temporal. You know, Jesus talked about... Um, in his parable of of the sower, we call it the parable of the so- sower, but it was really about the soils, the different kinds of soils where the seed fell. But he talks specifically about the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches that would eat up the things that, that God was trying to do in their lives. And maybe wow. that's one of the reasons why the economy is failing in our, in our sphere, in our nation and, and the West. Maybe maybe God has to allow this kind of thing so that the deceitfulness of riches won't be deceiving people. If COVID didn't get people to turn to God. Yeah. What What is it going to take? It doesn't matter what it takes. He said he's going to shake everything that can mm-hmm. be shaken so that that which cannot be shaken will remain. Everything is shaken. Heaven, everything is shaking right and now. The earth. Wow. And this, what is really significant as well is that because of this flooding, the governor is calling for help. Those that can come and help, come and help. And the outpouring is going to be such where the leaders are going to say, come and help, come and help, because it's going to need everybody mm-hmm. to be involved. Amen. So if you think that oh, I'm not nobody, I'm just sitting in the back row, listening to the pastor in the, in the meetings, get ready because he's going to start calling on help. Exactly. I need help. These people need to be mentored. They need to be helped. They need to be taught about the purity of the Christian life. And we've got to get back to purity, a pure heart, a pure life, a a pure life. And they're going to call for help. So get ready, get ready. Arm yourself with the word of God. Arm yourself with the presence of God and get ready to be called on. Yes, amen. I've wow. been saying for years that when this when this thing all comes along, it's it's going to be all hands on deck. Absolutely. And I'm I'm reminded of in the days of the Welsh revival, we hear stories of uh, young people that that would get saved in the meeting last night, and they come to school the next day, and conviction falls on one of their friends, and the one who just got saved last night helps the the one who's coming under conviction to get saved in the morning. Yeah. And the same thing happened in the in the in the uh, the coal mines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know everybody is going to be involved. This isn't about just bring people to church so that they can hear the gospel. Everybody has a testimony. Yeah. And your yeah. testimony changed your life. What happened in your life? What what happened? What did Jesus do in your life to change you? That's your testimony, and that speaks to people. Yeah. Absolutely. And armed with the word of God and your testimony, you're good to go. <laughs> yes. 
and and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit and have a knowledge of the blood because we really, the blood is, God's bringing the blood to the fore and we need a knowledge of the blood and we need the, to, to realize the power of the blood and the blood of Jesus is the medium through which we come to God. Amen. We have to know it. We have to know about it. So, <laughs> Amen. 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 The blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sins. Amen. We don't get cleansed by from sins unless we have the blood of Jesus Christ, and yeah. we overcome, according to Revelation chapter twelve, verses. Uh, 10 and 11, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Those things together make the difference. But you don't have to have a, a Bible school degree in order to be able to witness to somebody. Yeah, that's right. You do right. need to be, you do need to stay in the word of God. It's so critical that you that you anchor your soul because there's so much deception in the world right now, and it's only going to get worse uh, as far as as far as the the kinds of deceptions that are out there, but you'll you'll have the truth of the word of God. His word is true. Jesus Christ is the word, and He is the way and the truth and the life. So when you you uh, immerse yourself in the word and immerse yourself in the Holy Spirit, where you ask the Holy Spirit to lead you as you study the word of God, help me, Holy Spirit, to understand what it is that you meant by this, and and just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper because. There's continuously more available, even in the written word of God. Yes, and I love that scripture that I really feel is significant right now. Uh, in Acts about repent and your sins will be brought, blotted out. We need to have daily repentance. But after that, the part that I really love is there will be times of refreshing. Yes. Yes. In the presence of the Lord. Yes. And we just read that. Uh, that was Acts chapter three. We just read it today. We just read it this morning. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, and it's the presence of the Lord that is what is going to bring conviction of sin. It's not even so much the preaching, although the words that that we speak when we preach and share are important, but it's the presence of the Lord. It's when the Holy Spirit comes down. It's his goodness, and his goodness is in his presence. It's his goodness that leads to repentance. It is. It's really his goodness, because once we feel that goodness of conviction mm -hmm. and we repent, we need these times of refreshing. This has been a tough two years mm -hmm. with so many struggling with this, struggling with that, job losses, and um, losing people, we need refreshing, times of refreshing yeah. in his presence where he can just wash us clean with his, with his beautiful presence of every depression, every struggle, that we can come into a place of rest. And God is leading his people into a place of rest where everything we'll do will be in the sweet harmonies and rhythms of grace where we can just float in heaven. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're rested. We're sitting in the Father like an armchair, and he's just holding us, and we're comfortable, and he's just providing for us and holding us, and we're feeling the rhythms of 
glory and grace and his magnitude and his magnificence coming out of him and pouring into us and pouring over us like like floods, deep calling to deep out of the depths of God, pouring over us like, like mighty waves, pouring over us and bringing refreshing and bringing refreshing that we need so badly and the world needs so badly right now. We have to be able to share the heart of the Father and to do that we have to be rested in him, in his, in the depths of who he is so that we can manifest it and create rest in others. And when the road gets rocky, we are carrying that rest with us. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Rona, yeah. would you would you just pray that and pray as the Holy Spirit leads you for us and for our listeners? Father, we give you thanks. We give you thanks that you're a great, great, good Father. We thank you for the, your goodness that leads us to repentance. And you thank you that you've promised us times of refreshing in your presence. And Lord, we thank you for your huge heart, that you are you have a heart for us, your children and your sons. And Father, you have a heart to bring us to maturity, and maturity means that we are seated in you. As we seated in Christ, he's seated in you, and we are seated in you. And Father, we thank you for your magnanimous spirit towards us, your magnificence that is pouring over us, pouring over us like billows, that your depths are pouring over us and pouring into us, and that the floods that we're seeing on the earth are going to be floods of your glory as they pour into us and over us and through us, that we're going to be manifestors of everything that you, we receive from you is going to manifest out of us through us remaining in your rest. And we pray for every single person listening to this podcast right now that this would be manifested in their life. Father, every difficulty they're going through, every hardship, every struggle, maybe every abuse, Father, that your manifest presence, your rivers of glory would flow over them and that transform them in their situation and then transform their situations. We thank you for the heights and the depths and the breadths of the love of God that we can't even conceive of your greatness. But we thank you, Father, that your finger was on us and you drew us to yourself. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Amen. Father. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. So, Rona, if, uh, if someone wants to buy your book, how would they do that? Well, you can find me on Facebook and message me, or you can email me, Rona Spiro, all lowercase, at hotmail.com. Very good. It's the best way. Okay. Or you can buy it from Global Outpouring Bookstore. Yes, we yes. have it on our website as well. <laughs> and and uh, so you have you have your Facebook page. Do you post things out there that the Lord is showing you? I haven't posted as much as I should, but 
I'm a reformed character. The Lord is open to me. <laughs> One of those little things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Hallelujah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being with us. It's been so delightful and so Man, rich. Yes. This has been a rich, yeah. rich conversation. And we just encourage our listeners to go back and listen to uh, number episodes 88 and 89 as well. And join us for this convention. Uh, we'll be on our Global Outpouring YouTube channel and our Global Outpouring Facebook page. You can go to globaloutpouring.net. Uh, we're going to be having our other speakers share in future podcasts here. And we just look forward to having you with us. God bless you. Amen. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time... This is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence. <laughs>